guys. Welcome to Creative Icebreakers. My name is Andrea, and this is Jen on the other side. This is um, we're the Iceberg Media team, and this is the Creative Icebreakers Home Edition. So uh, this is the first. This is the first time we're trying this out. Um, so basically what's happening is that I'm actually connected. Um, Jen and I are connected via the Zoom app um, with our phones. And so we have like a little earphones, headphones in our ears so that we can at least hear each other. And then at the same time, we have a camera set up on us just because like we don't want to obviously like record the uh, the lower quality that Zoom gives us. We want a little bit more of quality and just because we have the, the means, why not use it, right? And we do miss shooting. So yeah, so have a look. This is my home setup and Jen's showing you her home setup. So this is my home <laughs> how setup. How are you going, Jen? How's the, I'm how are you going, Jen? So how's the... Um, Sorry, am I looking at the camera? <laughs> am I looking at you? <laughs> camera. Like you look at the camera. Okay, okay. Yeah, how are you? How's, how's like isolation doing? For you um, isolation is pretty tough i mean it's a lot to adjust to like everything you have to do from home now and like work and then home is kind of hard to put together because you can easily fall distracted and not be productive but we're doing our best to stay safe and we're doing our best to you know keep everything kind yeah, of we're, organized we're, we're trying to do our part yeah that's good. That's good. It's it's just the same thing. I think I rec I reckon the hardest part of it is just trying to be productive as much as possible and just keeping yourself motivated. I know we've been talking about this for the longest time, but it is quite a task for both of us or and for the rest of the team. I'm I'm hundred percent sure. But you know we're we're doing our part as part of the community and the wider citizens of Australia. <laughs> you yeah. can say that, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of sacrifices to be made, but, you know, um, we're just excited to see this virus through and hopefully one day we can then all join together and be in one place shooting rather than having to do this remotely. But anyways, um, now that we're here and we've set up, we're going to start with creative iceberg uh, breakers. Creative <laughs> icebreakers. icebreakers. What? Creative icebreakers. Creative. Ooh, that's a concept. <laughs> Clearly, I'm still hungry. <laughs> that's a concept. <laughs> so, uh so we're going to obviously with all creative icebreaker um, editions, regardless of what kind of edition it is, we start off with an icebreaker. So Jen has um, prepared a, a question for us to, to go through. Okay, so our creative icebreaker for this quarantine edition of um, creative icebreakers is that what is your favorite um, shooting hack when you're working at a wedding? Oh, shooting hack mm -hmm. when working on a, on a wedding. I mean, there's a lot, um, I guess, but uh, that's that's hard to choose, eh? Yeah, it's uh, pretty, there's a lot. What's a good shooting hack? Um, one of the things, I, I don't know, well, at, I think it applies to us a lot in a sense that because we shoot a lot with Sony cameras, um, by the way, I'm shooting with a camera, uh, a Canon. <laughs> <laughs> just to make things a little bit different she's shooting with, <laughs> with she's um, but basically we shoot a lot with the sony cameras and uh the thing about the sony cameras is they're so well um built and they spoil us a lot when it comes to like the autofocus and the fast focusing um mm -hmm. like a feature that they have that um a lot of the shooters are taking advantage of that to be honest so um 
we most of the time in like probably 80% of the time to 90% of the time we have the auto the autofocus on during a wedding shoot uh, just to secure ourselves and make sure that um, you know we, we get that extra help plus yeah. like that touch focus but using that touch focus actually changes it from auto to manual and like one of the things that I've learned when I was shooting with a Canon before for weddings is that um, shooting manual lenses allow us to work around the whole depth of field thing so it gives you the, the bokeh effect with the movement and the whole it, there's just a, a beauty when it comes to like um like when you track in and track out from from a subject and it tracks into focus and out of focus or something like that and yeah that's one of the beauty shots like it's it's simple but it's um it's very useful and it's something that um like you'd want you'd be able to to do at any point of time during the, sh- the the shoot anyways and um you don't have to have like really expensive gear to to do that as well so That's i true. think um working with with the simplest things and the simplest features would help you um to the quality that you you'd want to produce as well so i think that's a hack for me i don't know if you'd consider that a hack but yeah i reckon that's a good hack i i reckon it's a good hack it kind of gives off like that very raw kind of um how do i explain it like homemade but not super homemade kind of very um personal feel if you use those yeah you know well, for me, that one just just gives off a more. To be honest, it's more of like the opposite. I reckon. Um, really. It gives us a little bit more of a a, a, a more finesse, like beauty, beauty, a beauty shot to oh. it rather than a more um, raw shot to it. Just because of like that play of um, depth of field, um, putting that aperture really like to the to the widest, oh. so that way it's gonna be um, like shallow depth of field is gonna the play a huge part with it and so yeah yeah um i reckon it, it'll give a bit more sort of an edge of of beauty shot for it rather yeah. than a more raw look for it i think it's it's quite helpful <laughs> yeah it's kind of like you're bringing out the the subject out of the the setting so it's like more focused on the yeah i yeah, I can imagine yeah. that. That's really my hack. Um, oh, I haven't really. I thought of the question, but I haven't thought of um an answer to it. Um, the answer. I saw one of our um videographers do this, and I thought this was a brilliant idea. Where they put their phone on top of a tripod, and then put the rings on top of the tripod so that the glass from the phone reflects, and it just gives off this really um like highly production looking kind of like very uh luxurious feel yeah and like you can put you can spray water over it yeah get the reflections from the droplets i don't know we could put like a little video of what it it looks like here and we have a lot of um behind the scenes photos of this too so i don't know if you can just put it there but like (laughs) yeah um but yeah Yeah. i think that's one of my favorite because i just thought like i it's so simple and it's stuff that you already have with have with you when you're working like a tripod your phone and obviously the rings that you're gonna use for the wedding and if you just have a spray like a cologne spray or something that you have with you just start spraying and and you already get this like really nice highly produced looking shot so i thought that was like a really cool hack and i think it's one of my favorite 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, one of the guys in our team, um, Michael, was one of the first one who's yeah. um, like introduced it to the whole team to to share um, things that he's learned um, when whilst he was training in the in the whole wedding industry as well so um he was kind enough to share that with the team and the team took that on board and we were really pleased with that as well like just new things that we'd like to to try out and yeah no i totally agree with you um that's a really really cool like hack to to share because not many people would think about that and a phone is like something that everybody has and generally most phones now have like a massive screen um so like any phones, any new phones that you get now, you generally can can get that effect, and it doesn't have to just be rings. You can they can use it for for any kind of like small little objects that they want to feature. If they have like a little macro lens or something like that, they could they could use that with that too. And if they have like a little flashlight, that will work well. But yeah, no, good tip, good tip. Yeah, true with the flashlight. Yeah, I forgot about that, but you can use that. Definitely use that. I've seen um, one of our. Uh, our, our photographer Z uses a flashlight a lot and just produce the most beautiful shots. It's crazy, but yeah. So for those who are still tuned in, you're watching Creative Icebreakers, the home edition. So this is a follow up for our second season um, that obviously got a little bit postponed because of what's happening in the world. Um, so we're doing our part in staying home and uh, we're doing what we can to still be able to like do this podcast. So. This uh, episode's topic is um, called to direct or not to direct. To direct or not to direct in, the, in, in a wedding. So that's our, our question. Yeah. So um, a lot of uh, just to give like a back story on this, why this we've come across this question is because um, there are uh, some of the like wedding studios or wedding owners or shooters um some of their styles um require having to heavily direct their clients to to do certain things while um other shooters would specifically prefer to not direct them at at all so it's more of like the whole like candid option so um what what do you think is is best in terms of like how to approach a wedding a wedding film what do you think jen it depends on what they mean by direct because i kind of like a little bit of story in a wedding um highlight video or a wedding documentary um but obviously you kind of want some kind of um authenticity to it so candid is really good so i'm a little bit split on it but i'm more towards the story just so it's not just a bunch of um, random candid shots put together, but it's kind of leading up to something and you get that emotion, you get that, um, like there's like some kind of progress in the story in the video when you're watching it. It's not just like one constant line. It's like a, you know, I'm <laughs> just, I'm doing hand gestures, but I realize you can't see me. But yeah. So, what do you think? Uh, I think. Uh, well, I agree with you, because uh, like I'm more of like a good balance as well. Because, um, like we wouldn't be really wedding filmmakers if it's if we're just solely 
um, like relying on the can and capturing in the candidates, although it is a style in itself. Um, I reckon there's that art to being able to direct and make it look like it's a natural thing rather than um, it's something that is uh, unnatural for, for someone to do. Um, and, and yeah, uh, I reckon it's it's extremely important to have that sort of like balance and um, being able to 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 do that it's 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 a skill as well that uh, a lot of filmmakers are are trying to fine tune and and hone uh, as they go weddings per, per wedding um, I think if you if you break it down per per time frame of a wedding you can go from preparations and um, like location shoots, you could pretty much say that that's um, something that you can highly direct because um, it's it's simply uh, like a prep a preparation thing. It's it's a very straightforward thing that, and sometimes you just get enough time to like do some some like uh, exceptional things like exceptional shots. While when it comes to like wedding ceremonies and the reception, it's in itself, um, you can't really direct what's going to happen because what's going to happen is in itself quite important to, to remain untouched in terms of like keep it as authentic as it is That's because true. um it's already back on um on like eventful happenings that you'd want to capture anyways that's true but yeah yeah no, i i completely agree i mean that ceremony is something that you shouldn't touch like you can't really make them direct or act what happens in the ceremony it's like it's like one of those it has to stay completely raw but yeah you're right with bridal prep and groom prep and location i think it helps way more if you direct a little bit just so because like if you're if you're a videographer like a professional videographer you would know what would look good what would look professional what would look presentable in a wedding film so like since you've been doing this for as a like a, as a career um you'd be used to to knowing what's the best shot so i think it helps i think that's one of the point i guess of being um yeah. uh like you doing this as a as a career is that because we know how to present your wedding in a way that it looks professional, it looks clean, it looks really nice when you watch it and you won't get bored of it after like years of watching it, you know, instead of just point and shoot and like let everything roll, you know. I mean, that's good to an extent, but there's just something about knowing what's the good shots that you can sh use to, you know, tell your story a little bit better, tell your wedding a little bit better through your video. So, you'd, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no, um... No, I, that's good. I, I love I love your inputs. Um, I was just gonna add as well, just cause like I, I we both have a a film background. We study film and television in in uni. You you're still studying it. Um, well, I've finished it already. Um, so um, but like one of the things obviously is like uh we have this role called director so in film we have a director and like in in weddings you kind of so, sort of have a director as well even though it's more of like a documentary um the uh, one of the biggest roles of a movie director or a film director is um to ensure that their actors are um in in a state or in an environment that they can do their jobs well so that they can direct the, the actors 
to do to do what the director wants to that has the vision um basically it's kind of like the same thing um that's true with, when it comes to the directors of the of of the wedding shoot because um technically your bride and groom are your main um you lead your your leads in that story in a sense and um being able to provide them an environment where they'll feel comfortable it'll definitely show um with with the shots as well and that goes into the skill of the wedding um to, uh, like the wedding director as well um like it's not just as simple as here look smile and like kiss or whatever it's it's being able to give that environment to the bride and the groom so that they can feel as comfortable as they can get so that they will kind of forget that they're actually um like being sh uh, shot that they're they they kind of live in that moment uh, in that bubble of of love that they are um supposed to be enjoying in their special day you know and and that in itself is a uh, one massive task for for the wedding director um and in it, it, it's uh in in a wedding shoot so um there's there's a lot of like pressure that goes into the directorial role in a wedding shoot as well um even though it's not a film per uh, like a, a movie film per se it, it, there's a, there's still some sort of it, to be honest i would even argue that it's kind of even harder to to direct because you're, you're working with non-actors and and most uh not most but like there are clients who are very um uncomfortable in front of the camera that's so, true um how how do you deal with that kind of thing maybe we can put that as a separate uh as a separate that's such a good, topic um, that's um, such a good with, idea with uh, different kinds of clients yeah, I completely agree with you that, now that I think about it. It's like a documentary where um, it's it's still natural, but you can only really control a few things to make it look um, entertaining in a way. You know, because it's like you're um, picking up pieces of the yeah. stories and putting it together, but you have to be very, very specific in what pieces you have to pick. And these pieces can be raw, real, and candid, but you have to choose which of those candid moments you can put together and you can actually spice it up with a little bit of directing, but you don't necessarily have to, to take it out of um, its authenticity, you know? It's just, it's, that's, what you, that's what we do as a, as a videographer, wedding videographer, and that's our career, is that we're we're there to kind of in, not change the story, but like just enhance it a little bit so that it would become timeless for them to watch throughout their their years. And yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. I never thought of it. Like, actually, it is yeah. A I like that. I, I like your take on that, and I love the fact that you've you've stressed on um, creating uh, like telling it create telling the story creatively to make it uh, to make it timeless. Um, that's that's very important. That's one of the things that we, as a team in the Iceberg Media team, um, try to, to to strive for. You know, we want a, a long-lasting, memorable, and creative memory that people can go back into. And um, you know, if 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 we're not striving for something creative or innovative or anything like that, then what's the point of us having to be there? They could just literally like shoot complete raw and everything like that so yeah and then th that's that art i guess the wedding art uh that not not many people um understand 
but I guess I hope like other people now like have maybe for if for those who are in, are tuned in um, can kind of like now briefly at least at some point understand the, why we do what we do and how we do what we do and like the whole complexity of it and the whole pressure of it yeah yeah like exactly I completely agree. Cool. Do you have anything else to add? Um, to summarize, um, to summarize the whole topic today, I think at the end of, and at the end of it, um, we will we can kind of feel what needs to be directed and not directed. But ultimately, I think what really, um, what <laughs> can't find the words right. What would really come out of um, the product of your like the wedding video is that how well you can communicate the emotion of the whole um event or the whole wedding directed or not directed if you can kind of reflect what the couple's feeling that day to the video then i think that's all you really need to focus on and for that to happen you also need to be very um kind of human like you have a feel on what's happening at the very like at the um celebration and just yeah and just have fun you don't have to stress too much to if you need to direct or not to direct you know you just feel it and eventually the more you do this practice makes perfect so the more you do this the more you can kind of um have a sense of what you need to do next, what if you need to like direct them or not direct them, if you need to just let what's happening happen and record it, you know, I think that's ultimately the the um my answer whether you need to direct or not direct. I think it just depends on what it feels like. So that's my parting <laughs> uh message. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, that was an excellent. That was an excellent uh, summary for for our viewers. Thanks, Jen. But anyways, like I, I'm not gonna top that anymore. I reckon um, she's summarized it really well. But now, just to to end it um, uh, for for the two of us as a team, uh, this thank you guys again for staying with us, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed this little segment, this home edition quarantine quarantine edition um setup uh, that we have for the creative icebreakers and we look forward to being able to discuss more topics um again and thank you so much um and we hope you guys stay safe out there and uh but yeah like if you have any other uh, suggestions things that you want to discuss don't hesitate to let us know and uh, if you guys like this video please like or and follow or whatever we'd love to to be able to feel your support uh, because we definitely need it. So thanks guys. This is again the Iceberg Media team saying goodbye. Bye. Bye.